Yes. Right. Welcome everyone back to a, a hoping the rebirth of ChumboCast uh, with the first mock draft of 2019. And what better way to do the first official mock draft of 2019 by bringing back the duo which brought you the first ever mock draft. That's me, the commish, and two-time champion Seabon. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I feel like it's it felt like it was going to be more than two-time champion. Two-time <laughs> champion feels kind of underwhelming now. We could list all your other accolades if you'd like. I just, <laughs> I just need them printed out in front of me first. Just Obviously, that, there's too many. Yeah, well, just not in my head, I'm listing them out. Okay, that's fair. Right, we're going to get started. We're going to try and do two rounds, um, uh, alternating picks as usual. I will start off in what would have been my pick, but I traded it away uh, to Sol for his how, how two, three, and four. That? Um I didn't really like doing it at the time, if I'm honest. I just felt like I couldn't pass it up because it was basically like a freebie pick. I was getting the two to three and the extra four, and I was giving back a 10 and a 15. So it, is, you know, it gave me a huge amount of players in those top sort of 50 picks. I can't um, help but feel that you're going to spend the first half of the season trying to get back the stud that you could have had. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Would it have been uh, Zeke for you? Uh, yes, it never would have been Saquon. There's a small chance it would have been Alvin Kamara, based purely on the fact that I've drafted him the first two years, and I just don't actually like the idea of anyone else drafting him. Um, I get that. And he probably, you know, would likely may end up with Finn, which would be annoying because I do not want him in division. Oh, yes. I'm just seeing that now. Kamara at the dollar. Yeah. Lovely little. uh, (laughs) So. Yeah, so no, I, I, I think I just took it because I then wanted to get the value out of it and then could maybe move around again, uh, move up if need be. That's not really materialized. So I've actually just sort of just on the trade with Finn to, to move up one in that block of four. But anyway, we'll see how it plays out. So with Sol on the clock at 1-1 after trading up to get his first and second pick, um, I'm going to just give him the guy who I was going to take because I don't think he's going to overthink it that much. And I'm going to give him <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him Zeke. I'm going to give the difficult decision to you. But uh, I'm locking him in at Zeke Elliott at 1-1. thing is, he, he likes to make a splash, doesn't he? Obviously, if you're going to make a splash, it would be with the second pick. Yeah. But uh, I actually think he'd be more likely to forgo Zeke than Saquon, who he just loves. Yes, his bay. I can't, Bakley, um, I can't see him passing Saquon, so I'm going to slot in there and we'll go straight for ADP first two. Yeah, this would be a bit of a surprise because the last time he's had the the top two. Actually, when he went two wide receivers off the, off the bat, I'm sure ADP at that point was, AB was number one yeah. overall and, and OBJ was number two in ADP. So last time he respected ADP, it worked out dreadfully for him. We've seen the industry experts come back to the Chumbo way of thinking. Of yeah, which is back stack your backs. Yeah. I mean, we, we were ahead of that. If, if, you, if he was to uh, forego one of these two, who do you think who do you think would be the not not basically which one he wouldn't pick, but who do you think would be the back that makes it in instead? A McCaffrey based, maybe, based purely on his desire to post pictures of his running backs looking shredded. I would have to say that would be McCaffrey. Yeah, and also I guess the small factor is the Carolina Panthers have the prime show now, don't they? So there's maybe the chance. For, I, I've not oh, seen much. Yeah, I've not seen much McCaffrey. Out. I've not seen much McCaffrey yet, but it could be you know that sort of, whatever he does some shit and then Sol considers him one of his boys. I've not watched any of that, but that is possible. Although, like, Sol loves to think he's, like, super ethnic. And I, I don't <laughs> think he would like to go white running back. Yeah, true. I'll tell you, the one good takeaway I have from the Carolina Panthers, all or nothing so far, is I think Cam comes across really well. I quite like him now. <laughs> oh, no. I Honestly, I, th- I think no. I think you need to watch his well. I think he was, like, a real dick. 
And actually, yeah, see him on the, you see him on the sidelines. I'm like, actually, no, he's he's a pretty good leader. I, I don't mind him now. We'll have to see. He, the, I think he has the most annoying cadence in the NFL. Really? I've never listened. One eighty. <laughs> he rattles me with it. His cadence really annoys me. And this is the kind of thing you like as well. Yeah, but true. You'll you'll enjoy going back. I think it is the most annoying. Does Obviously, he ever Does he ever catch people offside? So. Not particularly. He's no, no. Um, he's no Aaron Rodgers with that. But yeah. it, it's just really annoying. Obviously, Peyton is the the goat. Yeah, cadence. But I think he's got the most annoying. Yeah. All right. I best get back us back us on track then. Okay. It's a dollar, isn't it? Ugh. Mm. See, I know. See, this is difficult because I think if he was going pure sort of workload, he'd be. You'd not really pass McCaffrey here because you get your locked-in workhorse, whereas Kamara, yes. it's always a difficult taste. Not everyone sort of gets on board with the making magic happen from 14, 15 touches. But I don't know how much it weighs in the fact that he knows I would hate that so, so, so much. <laughs> and especially in the first, you know, I'll be going up against him potentially the first week of the season. Uh, the dollar is his own man, though. Yeah. If, if there's one thing, the dollar is his own man. I don't think he gets uh, sucked in by outside forces. No. He's going to do what he's going to do. I, do I, I kind of feel like Kamara may end up getting 20 touches a game this season. Yeah, it does seem so. Which would, which would be even worse. Latavius isn't Mark Ingram. No. You know, Mark Ingram was a... Like, I think he was the first yeah. running back taken the season that he was drafted. He was a consensus first-round pick. Latavius Murray was not that. No. Hey, but come on. Everyone loves Latavius. Coaches love him. He's always he, brought in. He, he always gets his touches. He was part of the world-famous law firm. <laughs> it was uh, the Murray. Seabon HQ. Was it Murray, Murray? And... Football on three touches. But I just, I, I don't see him going away from... He, Kamara doesn't feel like a pin pick. No, he doesn't. Uh, but I don't know, you see, because he sort of likes making that splash. He does like a splash. I would like, I would like him to uh, come with the Hebrew. I think Kamara feels like more sort of... You know, like, whatever, the dollar. He just generally feels more baller than, like, clean-cut white boy Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> From Stanford. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pencil Kamara to finish. I think, I think the, yeah, the uh, tipping the scales is just the, how much he knows that it will hurt me. <laughs> I do think, as well, worth noting is that for for our little, you know, who will it be? Who Barring injuries or suspension, the top four is going to be the top four. Yeah. I think there's a there's probably a, a four man tier, then a two man tier, then everything else. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm I'm happy to go with uh, Alvin there. Yeah. Join the chipmunk. Which basically leaves um Wadlow having to take a wife boy. Yeah. Which I think I think he's delighted with this actually. Because I'm I actually I'm thinking, think, I'm thinking no, he's pick someone one who four. Could... That's the best pick in the draft. Yes, because you just right get, now. Yeah, unless just, something else happens, you just get given the one without having to make the choice yourself. Yeah, yeah. and obviously you get first pick on the way around. I, I, yeah, I don't think that could work out much better for Wadlow. No, still, yeah, and I, and I think if he had the choice, I think he'd be taking McCaffrey over Kamara anyway. I don't think he gets on board with the the magic fifteen touches. I think you can make an argument with the Zeke potentially holding out that he's the safest pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though he still feels undersized and like, yeah, he does. I still feel like he's going to snap in half, and I'm still not convinced he's going to get all the goal line work if they're going to start. You are. I hate Cam on the goal line. I hate having the Panthers. <laughs> you know, like he just calls his own number and sneaks it because he's a fucking. 
wants to do his stupid Superman shit. Well, I would have thought that too before the uh, for All or Nothing. And now he's a consummate professional. He just wants his team to win. He is all nothing. Okay, so that brings us to Seabon at pick five, which when Gurley was in the mix and up there was, again, probably the sweetest spot in the draft because you get yes. the last uh, last of the sure things. Yes, um, that is correct. And, and I still think, I still truly believe that by the time this day rolls around, Gurley's probably in and back around this mix and conversation anyway in the, in the mid one. I think a lot of the, fear, the fears too... have been... It's been too much, like... Yeah, but you, as often happens when there's kind of a consensus pick at that point, although, you know, I do see some ADPs with uh, Melvin there, you spend a lot of time reading about your guy, who your guy is going to be, to the point where I feel like even if other shit happened, you kind of, you're sucked in on them. So, certainly for me, anyway, you know I, I... generate my own buzz for my guys yeah. yeah well i think we know your guy at the moment is david johnson yeah i think it has to be uh it's the sweetest spot it's almost like a single with with the melvin potential holdout now uh, unless he gets re-signed it's almost like a mini tier of one really do you buy into holdout shit though no oh, i don't i don't think the, i don't think holdouts matter at all i no, think the, i think the issue is that he didn't he's requested to be traded didn't he? i think that's the issue is i want a new contract i'm going to be traded or i want to be traded whereas usually it's like i'm just going to hold out till i get paid he doesn't not... seem like that kind of guy. I know that's like a ludicrous thing to say, but yeah. he just seems like a quiet, softly spoken. I don't know. I, I, I think I, you know, I don't even think he'll get. I think he'll get shit. some sort of extension. I think he'll get some sort of like whatever, some bump. Yeah, even if it's just like a you know whatever restructured contract and just let, you know give him a bunch of signing bonus money now or something up front. I mean, the, the charges took him in the first to yeah. do exactly what he's done. Why would you not extend him? Yeah. Well, because they probably took him in the first to ruin him for four years. <laughs> then, well, but then you you just take a guy in the second one. Yeah, exactly. Don't get a fifth year option. I imagine he's um he'll see something. But yeah, with that looming anyway, that sort of takes him out of the equation for, for me so. in five. So I think it's David Johnson in the hyper spread, seventy five plays a game, ten formation, one I back one back on the field all the time. I can already feel myself hating Chase Edmonds. Yes, because I think he's going to have to have some sort of role anyway. Uh, Even if DJ's seeing what eighty percent of the uh, snaps, then Edmonds yeah. probably going to be in the field for twenty-five plays a game. So but I, you know, I, it just kind of feels right. I like all the Kingsbury shit. Like I'm, I'm bang on for this. I think this is a one of those like Rams style huge turnarounds of an offense. But yeah. I think five weeks in, everyone's going to want a bit of Arizona offense. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily think they'll win many games. No, I think they'll be fun so. to watch. Yeah. I think so. All right. That brings us to you're picking for Dave Hine. One point. Whereas again, I think I think we've already done that. And I, I think it's probably after this pick that shit gets interesting. So yeah. I'll just we'll pop Melvin in there and move on to the uh, the first kind of up in the air conversation. Yeah. Hine gets the uh, Tinker classic Melvin Gordon, who everyone obviously associates with his year at the Tinker Man. Has uh, Hine ever had him before? I don't like think so. Yeah, no, I feel like I was big on him coming out and then I pretty much took yeah. him on his big sort of blowout season. So I think so it's pro- first, probably the first time, time for Hine to, to go. Yeah, I think he'll like that. exciting for him. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll enjoy that. Number change as well. He's wearing 21 now, I think, or something. So Maybe that's why that 20 Hine twenty t- 21st and Hine in prime. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's good. That, that feels like uh, you could get <laughs> some like big-nosed brother to make a logo <laughs> using that. Using that name and number. 
No, I don't think he does any work for free, even for his brother. <laughs> They're both such pricks. <laughs> right, so 1.7. So, Narek, yes. Top six has been frittered away, and we're at Rich now. I particularly like um, Rich's logo here in the sleep round. <laughs> yeah, the sort of, the who am I? Question mark, blackface. <laughs> it's good, yeah. <laughs> I really like it. It's shrouded in mystery. Yeah. Okay, this is actually genuinely where it does get a bit tough. Yeah, I would agree. Because he does have a spin around, so he's picking in mid-two, and there will be, I imagine, a back there in mid-two, possibly even to someone like uh, Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams, that sort of type. You assume one of them, you know, even maybe Gurley if the news continues this way. I'm just willing to bet now that the Gurley news does trend positively throughout the summer, and I think with a Rams fan... Oh, shit, Really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. No, I'm not ready to go there yet. I just. I think when it when it comes to it, I think actually, you know, when we're a month month down the line from now, whatever, or six weeks, however long it is, four weeks. Uh, for what it's worth, after after stating about Wadlow as being the best slot in the draft, this is my least favorite. Yeah. Of all the places, I would like least to be. This is favorite because this is. It feels like you're sort of probably going to miss around on the wraparound as well. Yeah, and you could just you could be five picks later and end up with the same fucking guy. Like, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. Yeah. So I don't know, there's name attraction there with Le'Veon Bell, but I think that's purely name value at the moment and what yeah. you assume to be a locked-in workload. Then you've got, because his direct replacement last year, James Conner. I'm just finding it really difficult to think he's going to go receiver here. Because yeah, last, like, last year, he sort of his success came, I suppose, from Pat Mahomes at QB and he had McCaffrey running back, didn't he? And Kareem Hunt. Fucking he went Hunt and McCaffrey and had the dual backs. And then his receivers, like he picked a he nailed Cooper Cup late. From what I recall. Oh shit, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck me, he was a juggernaut for weeks yeah. for it. Trip. I feel so he also had like Marvin Jones as well, or people just who were just plugging in. He had like at least four receivers who's rotating in every week, which he'd taken later on with no issue whatsoever. I'm just not sure at that point he's paying up for say Nuke here or whoever his receiver one is, Tyreek, Devante. Um do we read anything into Nuke on Pop? Not really, no. I think he's just a lazy shit, probably, isn't he? He's a G. I've got a lot of time for Nuke. Uh, at least you say Nuke now and not Nook. I just didn't want to have this conversation on <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> right, so I'm leaning to giving him a back because I, I think his success, and especially his, if he wants to return to the success he had last year, he was basically doing it with two workhorse backs. Yeah. So I think he wants to take one here and maybe hope that he can get someone else on the wraparound as well. 2.6 if one, if some people find they can't pass up the premier receivers. I think so, I know who mine would be were I to take one. I'll, I'll what, a back one. here? For, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's... I don't know if it's my personal dislike for Le'Veon here just pushing me really far away. I mean, his ADP is right up there. I think his ADP is basically the next running back off the board. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Um, I always find these situations where I'm not too sure to err on the side of ADP because that's probably the same thing they're looking at as well in the night when the, you know, when the guns are firing, yeah. it's ranking some ADP. So I think I'll probably... Slot in Le'Veon for workload, and I, but I think he's genuinely hoping to snag someone else, another one on the on the wraparound. I think my next back would probably have been Connor. You think that was who I was flipping it to? But again, I do think on the night as well, after a summer of good news, it's probably Gurley. Fuck, that's. I think that's big. I think I, it would be. I think it would be a big shakeup. I'm not going to do it now because I guess we're going with the information we have. Yeah. Just penciling left Belton and. Right, 1.8 then. So we've got back-to-back. Yeah, first of Ryan Lees' back-to-backs. Yet to have a team name. 
or any yeah, sort of name. any yeah, sort of announcement. Yeah, we're still waiting patiently. Yeah, um, I think he's been kind of mooted to join this league for for a number of years as well. So I, I was yeah. expecting big things when he joined. Yeah, and has been of, sort of uh, yeah banging the drum. A, a, a number of different ways people have joined the the league. I think Wadlow and Phil Hine probably typify your coming hot. Yes. Um, and then Lees is much more of a Carl <laughs> for the Peter Crouch <laughs> listeners. Uh, much more of a Carl Byron come in slowly and just kind of take a seat at the back. I, I think Sol probably the ultimate come in hot, I imagine. <laughs> Keeping it hot since 2K10. Because he, um, he managed to win it as well, so I suppose that's... Fucking Sol. He's... Uh... He's some sort of like government experiment, isn't he? Yeah, some sort of savant. <laughs> yeah, he is. I will say, and you know, give shout outs to the man. There is no one better at picking some fucking unheralded nobody and them being phenomenal. He's, the first, there's also no one better at cutting that same person before yeah. one. For the first time ever, I think like last year, Sol made a there was a pick made, and I just had no idea who it was. It was rather quite. <laughs> It was then Sol took Phil Lindsay, and I was like, "Who?" I was like, "Who the fuck is Phil?" You know, is that really I, who it was? yeah. And I was like, "Shit!" I was, I was like, "This is bad." I actually don't know. I don't know who he's drafting. He was like, "Yeah, he like blew up in preseason game four or something." I'm like, "Oh shit!" He, he is putting in some effort, isn't he? He does know. And then obviously Lindsay did explode, but not until after Sol had just cut him. <laughs> same as uh, same as him cutting the Bears after week one, and then <laughs> yeah. them being phenomenal for me for the next fifteen. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Sol. Yeah. It's a pleasure to have you here. I mean, Leezy, if you're listening to this, this should be really kind of. This should make a note to you of how little impact you've made that we've spent your entire time talking about Sol. Yeah, but I, I, is it me to go for? It is. Yes, you, you to go first for his know, one of two. I think uh, we'd probably need to kind of do it in council because he's got two back to back. I feel like he's going to go running back receiver. You think he's going to pair up? Yeah, I think yeah. And if he's taking it back, I think at that point it's probably. Uh... See, Chubb's really quite far down on these ADPs, but I think he's going to go a lot higher than this. Well, when's when's his next pick, Mr. Lees? Lees don't go again now until mid-four. Yeah, he's got to get one of each, surely. You reckon? Yeah, I feel so. I'd, he's going to have first pick of receiver as well, isn't he, here? Yeah, exactly. Which he's I seen seven backs go. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slot in James Conner. Yeah. The running back. Just what's changed since last year when he was a top five back or whatever? Nothing. I think towards the end of the year, he tailed off, didn't he? I think that was a bit of an issue. Like, it started off super great. And then, so there's probably a bit of recency bias in the fact that they can only remember him sort of tailing off, maybe being hurt at the end because he missed a game or so, didn't he? Because Jalen Samuels and that yeah. came in and played. I don't understand. I think they also think that maybe that the team's just not going to be as good as they. Maybe the line's a bit worse, a bit older. AB's you, gone. and it's Or you could make the argument that they're not going to be as explosive in the passing game so they run the ball more. Yeah. And they do feed their backs heavy. Yeah, they do. Uh, for me, it's James Conner. I, I would have him over Lev. But... So we'll give James Conner to Ryan in that pick there and his second pick. So we think one of each. And so the only other option here would be, I thought, maybe like a Chubb or something. Purely because, I mean... What's the things Ryan, backs? Yeah, and the things Ryan has said has been, uh, you know, very... Sacking Sol or whatever, you know, his, his angle coming in was I got Sol sacked or whatever, and he's here to sort of take the crown from Sol. Um, Sol obviously have, having to watch one of his starlet Browns go off on uh, 
Ryan's team. I mean, it's a bit of a risk, I suppose. You have to think in week 10 or whenever it is, there's um, Kareem Hunt added to the mix. Yeah. But I'd rather worry about that later, I suppose. You know, you could be out of it by week 10 if you take some. I'm a big believer in that. You take care of the week in front of you. Yeah. So part of me wants to put um, Chubb in here, starting off as two backs. Yeah, I don't hate it. So, so the Chumbo classic, isn't it, really? You go... Nine and again, none of, the, none of the receivers really jump out to me. And I did think really early on that we could see a full round of running backs. Like, I think when yeah. the season first ended and we, like, queued up all the list, I was like, well, and we could see for the first time since 2010, we could see... Not 2010, we didn't have the league then. 2013, we could yeah. see a, a full round of running backs. So I'm I don't do hate it. I'm that. Gonna, I am going to give him Chubb. Now this... I think this is then tough for Kitch. Yes, because I think he certainly would have been eyeing up Connor. He probably would have taken Bell, I think, for workload. And he probably would have been at that point, if maybe both of them gone and receiver, would have been pushed towards Chubb anyway. <laughs> yeah. They were all gone. So this is it. Now this is it. with the great running back panic, where he's staring. Yeah, massive. Massive, panic. massive panic, but also massive value at receiver. You know, when he gets, he's starting to the point now where, and even Kelsey's in play, really, isn't he? Kelsey, Devante, Nuke, Tyreek. So his next pick is in five. There's four and there's his. Then yeah, it's him and then four than him again. So he's still going to be able to get one. Of, that's what he's thinking, isn't it? I'm going to be able to get one of his receivers. New yeah. Devante, Bulio, Michael it Thomas, Kelsey. To be taking like a, a Mixon or something here. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he'll go Mixon either. Then if we go in. <laughs> <laughs> so you get slim pickings. So for the next kind of. Fuck me. Oh, man, I, this is tough to think, then. Yeah. See, I think Mixon's an, an untrendy pick. But I'm not sure you can get much more at where he's picking now. Those names all gone. I'm also sort of not guaranteed sure you can get more untrendy than Jordan Howard last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing I do think, and I do think this will play on his mind more than other people, is that he has been shit for some time now. Yeah. I feel like he's going to want to make a splash. See, I'm almost, I think that he realises he's got in trouble from making splashes. There's and I think no he might less splash than Jordan Howard. Yeah, but that was a, that was a massive splash. That was it, it way was above ADP. Splash. It was an anti-splash. Yeah. He was super, yeah, so super, saying... super logical about it. Right, I don't want yeah. these two guys from there. And I don't want... It's the opposite of a splash. A splash is like, everyone's going to be talking about me for this. I kind of want to put Tyreek Hill here. Above Kelsey? Yeah. He's... Kitch needs something to win some games. He's he's always actually done well on having, like, prima receivers. Yeah, well, Michael Thomas was, like, his one shining light for eight weeks last year. You want to be able to look at your roster at one point and be like, this guy can win me a week. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's he's kind of been getting, like, 70s and 80s without really having duds, but with everyone just kind of getting 10s. And so, like, Nuke feels like a a 10-a-week kind of guy. Like, Michael Thomas is a a 10-a-week kind of guy. Like, I don't think Mixon's like a weak winner. You really like Hill's the only person left. I think that's like gonna win you. And Gurley is still there. So at what point is this? Gurley's still there, but like you, you're really running the risk then if you catch if, if something happens. Like, do you want to be going scumbo again? I know. I yeah, I feel like but... Gurley. You know when um, they talk about like 
weird like diva players to draft and they say basically there's only two teams that can draft them which is the Cowboys and the Patriots where the general manager either is the owner as well or knows he's not getting fired yeah you have to have that kind of currency behind you and when you're coming off kind of seven years of hurt I don't think he's got that where he can just say you know what fuck it if Gurley comes off I'm going to win it again if he doesn't I'm dead like I feel like someone like myself or Jay 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 it don't really matter to Jay he's just won one if yeah. he comes last you know it's it's a swing for that I have that freedom as well it's like a, yeah. a swing for the fences if I don't win it I don't care if I come last Kitch don't have that he needs to build some respectability again but equally, he needs to win some. I'm, I'm, I'm really leaning towards Tyreek Hill here. It's too, if he does, because he was very calculated last year. So if we thought he was going to take Hill here because he wanted to get the week-winning receiver and wanted yes. to get a back in the wraparound, he has to consider that probably Mixon goes, yeah, Cook may my, go, Gurley may go. Is that there's about five guys that are basically the same, and I actually. I was looking, the, the one back out of all the ones there that I kind of feel like is Kitch, and Kitch has always liked, is Devonta Freeman, which I know is quite down on ADP, but I feel like, is there much difference between Freeman and and Mixon? Whenever he's been healthy, Freeman's like a top Yeah, player. no, and he, to be fair, Freeman was the guy he eschewed last year, wasn't he, to go, yeah, um, exactly. he to go Julio Freeman instead. First last year, so I kind of yeah. picked this. With and you think that to be fair, take the splash here, and then even if he has to reach slightly on his next pick, he just gets get the back. Solid... He gets the solid back in the next pick. Because I think those round two running backs are not sexy, but they're actually like workload backs. Yeah. Fournette, Williams, Freeman, Mixon, Aaron yeah. Jones. ADP keeps going up. Aaron Jones as well. Like they're just all kind of locked in workload guys, which yeah. is what you want if you're going to pair them with Hill. And I think Hill is less likely to come back around, especially considering Jay has two picks. Yes, true. All right, let's do it. It's kind of the first big... Kitch goes ballsy. I think he'd like that as well. That would, you're right. I can, I... I can see now the mic drop splash. Yeah. Let's get some 30-point weeks up in, the, up in the roach. You know, it's been a long time since the press office has been writing positively about it. <laughs> so even if it's uh, you know, a calculated risk... Right. Okay, he'd enjoy that. So we'll put him down, and that brings us up to Haggis then. Um, and He's I think the epitome of a. I think the l- I think the last thing we'd be having here would be a mic drop splash <laughs> yeah, after that. Yeah, I, I think, that, and I don't think there'd be any sort of well, I could. Cause I think there may be some interest in Kelsey or a Devante or a Nuke or something like that. But I think he's going to be like, well, Jay picks twice, and if Jay goes running back, running back, I'm not going to have anyone, and. I don't think there's the appetite for risk there at no, all. I think so I, I think I just think like this is Mixon, no doubt. Yeah, I can see that. I, he does pick again right after Jay. He does, yeah. But I think he wants his first pick. I don't think he gets cute. I think there's a there's obviously a time for to weigh up the cost of maybe being one and hoping someone comes back around, and yeah. then it's just getting your fucking guy. And then because he if he wanted to go running back and receiver now, he knows for definite he's going to get basically the pick of the litter again with the receiver. It's true. Even if Jay decided to double down on receiver, then he could go Kelsey or, you know. I think he would be sad to see Tyreek off the board. I think, I think he would he be, would... yeah. I think that would have been someone he could have possibly been targeting here again. Oh, yeah, on the, on the turn. I think that would be a bit... Because he won in weeks last year. A lot of weeks. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with Mixon. Yeah, give him Mixon. So he's got a back in. There's that bit of relief of, oh, I've got my workhorse. There is. 
So we 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 need to be in council here again for yeah, Jay, with Jay on the on the turn, the reigning part, champion. Part of me, oh, I'm not going to even say it. Well, I mean, what the fuck is his logo about? That's awful. I think that's a default fire helmet. Oh, is you it? just you just get assigned default stuff. I think. So or, what's going on with Rich? Well, to be fair, because no, yeah, Jay has chosen that logo. He's chosen <laughs> the fire helmet. That's because his team is so fire. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's it's good though. I tell you what, I know if he has a, I can't because, like you say, he's just basically he's he's on house money. You'd feel at the moment yeah. for this draft. He, he's gonna, he could technically do like a uh, a Kelsey Gurley. I I really kind of feel like he's. I don't know if he wants Kelsey in. Like he's you think, him up a lot. Yeah, which does feel like a smokescreen. It feels a lot like a smokescreen. Who did he have that year that killed him? He took Dalvin Cook, didn't he? And his team looked amazing. And then Cook tore his yes. ACL and his team went to shit. Oh, that was glorious. I wonder if we want to get another taste, a bite at Dalvin Cook, maybe. I don't know. See, I really just, I, I just thought with the, the sort of fuck it season that he'd basically, I think now very much, see, I think now very much this year is I want to enjoy my Chiefs, so to speak. Like, you know, yeah. we always say we can never get on board with our own teams because we only care about fantasy. And we're so relieved when the season ends because, oh, we yeah. get to watch our team for like whatever three weeks as the season ends. So I do think maybe at this point he's like, fuck it, I want to watch my team and I want to be cheering Kelsey at the same time. Because both, of those to... guys, both of those guys have been huge for him before. Exactly, well. yeah. So, they, you know, he's, Gurley was pretty much got him there last year. And then yeah. Kelsey was, I guess, one of the pieces to take him over at the edge. It's basically taking two of his two of his guys from last year at what really is, I suppose, huge values. Yeah. Getting if, the Gurley, if Gurley returns to anywhere near, you know, or if it's just a bit, if it's all a bit overblown and he's still coming in and getting 18, 20 touches a game and the goal line work. In the prima the offense of the year, yeah, I'm on board with that. I could genuinely see both of those being there and him taking neither of them as well. Yes, yeah, but it does feel like he has a sort of the freedom at the moment. It does. If we pick right back up from Hagkiss's slot, you're doing your weird dropping in and out shit again. You need to normalize your call, stabilize. I think we're stabilised. I think we're stabilised now, yeah. Okay. I see we were... no way he passes DeAndre Hopkins here. No, yeah. This is sort of seven, eight picks past ADP now, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, You've got Devontae, Michael Thomas. OBJ. Yeah, it gets to a point where, although you may want two backs here, you're foregoing real locked-in elite talent to take what is essentially now late two, three backs. Yeah. With an, he's got an ADP of seven Hopkins. Yeah. And I've seen many times... This is the point where, when it's on Jay's pick, Hagkiss is... Point, whoever's next to him, he's pointing at his list of how far past ADP... Yes. <laughs> We've seen this many times. We have the classic point. Yeah. The classic point and like a really little whisper to you. Hagkiss's <laughs> picks come in two different ways. It's either there is nobody that slipped and then he panics for 35 minutes and takes someone, <laughs> or... There's somebody who slipped and it's he's a mega super value. excited yeah. to let you know that he's going to take them. So, it's a okay. no brainer for me. I don't know who. Right, we're at Kitch's wraparound now. So, Hagkiss has uh, Joe Mixon and Nuke. Jay has Skirley and Kelsey. Kitch is trying now to pair Tyreek with a solid back. Well, a solid back. I think it's probably Cook, but. I I think I would take 
any of the next three above Cook personally, if it was me. Who are your next three? The uh, next three Williams, by ADP? Yeah, Williams, Williams, Len, Williams or, Fournette, or Freeman. Devontae, yeah. Pro- my favourite of those three is probably Devontae. Yeah, same. Especially in the better offence. I don't know. I, a part of me also feels that it gets to the point where they st- you stare too much at these numbers that you're bypassing. Like It, it takes a, takes some balls to look at, say, one running back on a, a ranking slash ADP list that you've no, got, and then, and then peer and go, yep. Yeah, I know. I, I, I guess especially with a bit of a splash first, maybe he does uh, he does go with the chalk, as they say. Yeah. His but, I see, but I don't know if it is the chalk, because he feels like the biggest flight risk of the lot, because he's not... He does to me. Yeah. I mean, I think you are banking on what you have seen over four weeks that Jay had him, what, two years ago, or whatever, and the tail, the tail end of last year. He did look fucking electric when he was he did, To be fair, and in fact, the first week he came back, who held him forever last year? Was it Hein? Because I feel like Wadlow had him. Then Wadlow traded into Hein, and Hein held him forever. Was that what happened? I mean, it sounds. Or did Wadlow hold him for ages and then finally play him? I feel like he was traded around and lived on the bench for a while, and then finally came back. And I think it's like first carry or something. It was like an eighty-yarder against Detroit. I think that was his second game back. Wasn't his first game back? Somebody played him, and he had like one carry for one yard. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Possibly. I think it might have been against me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think there was a certain amount of he traded him away and then like first came back, he, it was a smug feeling of, oh, fuck yeah, I got rid of this guy. <laughs> Dump <laughs> this shite. I don't know. I just feel like if we were going for... I mean, it's on you. He, yeah, I feel if he took those that hill upside and splashed, then he might be tempted to take the, the cook upside and just know he has, he's going all in. It's not an easy one. It's not. I just feel that I just don't think you can stare down <coughs> four backs and take basically an ADP of 28 over an ADP of 15 or whatever. And with that, I'm, I don't think there's a wrong answer necessarily. I'm going to go Dalvin. But I do think there's a long, hard look at Devontae especially. Would I be right in thinking that brings up the Wasters' first pick? It does, yeah. So Ant has two on the bounce now. Tell you what, Devontae is creeping. I think for sure one of these two is Michael Thomas. Devontae's creeping. He was like 38 or something. Now he's up to 28. So Darwin Cook to Kitch. Right, yes. <clears throat> I think every, didn't he take Michael Thomas' rookie the first year, maybe? Yes. And every single time he's just, yeah. And we, he has absolutely no issue homering up and going. It's easy to homer up when you have an elite offensive <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think for sure. I'll, I'll take the easy one and leave you yeah. the more difficult one. I think for sure one of these two has to be Michael Thomas. ADP of like eight, he's getting him at like right. 16. Okay, so the, the difference between Ant's double here now, I guess, and Ryan's around before, is Ant's double is followed in a round's time by <clears throat> another double. So yeah. he goes. Ant you know, has he, cleaned him out here. I yeah, love this deal for Ant and not for Ryan. Ant goes 16 17 and then 32 33. So I don't know if he thinks now he can take because also, I mean, what when Nuke was a screaming value sitting there at Hackis, it's now Devante Adams who's the absurdly obvious pick as we're pushing. Do you think he's going to go double receiver then? Adams? I, I think it almost gets a point That's where he gets. That's the smart call. I think it gets, yeah, it gets fair, doesn't it? Like we all we, we all want the backs and we all want like two backs. And then when that has to happen and people start pushing these backs early and early, yeah. these receivers start slipping and it, you just have to be able to pivot. And I know it's like obviously difficult and easy to say and when you're just sitting on a podcast and you should be working, talking about this sort of stuff. But I think he would go Thomas over Julio, wouldn't he? 
Yes, I think he definitely got Thomas over Julio, and I think he'd go Devante over Julio because I think everyone who's had Julio loves Julio, but you know that injury report drama is just oh, and, <laughs> as you and sit weekly allergy to the end zone. Yeah, I mean he is obviously history. His yards per game is about ten yards better than anyone else with his age and games played. It is insane, but I think you know Devante is now the premier receiver in a premier offense, yeah. whatever tethered to the quote unquote best QB in the league and a touchdown monster. Yeah. So I think he does do a double down receiver here, knowing that worst case he can hit up two sort of uh, volume value backs at the, he, you know, in the, in the, in the three if he wants to. He do the double down. The I think we break. see our first. I think we see our first real push to sort of screw it. I'm not going to push the running back, you know, fear anymore here. I'm going to take two receivers and figure it out after. I really like the way this has fallen for him as well. Yes, because with everyone pushing these backs up so high, he's basically got first-round talent receiver in the middle of two. Twice. Yeah. It, it actually looks a little bit formidable if he can get decent running backs there yeah. on that next. Could be a, a return to form for the big man. And I can really... Obviously, that is the fucking point of this, but I can see it playing out like this as well. Yeah, that's it. I don't like it. I don't like how good that is <laughs> for him. Uh, right, 2.6 brings us back to Rich. So he's looking to pair someone with who took Le'Veon in round I, one. I have to say, and obviously these things make you look silly, but man, it looks fucking ugly for Rich again here. It feels like <laughs> he's just falling off another cliff. I don't know because I think Julio's still there, keeps it alive for him. Oh, okay. I, think, I think you still have to have Julio in that tier. Yeah, he's no. just the he's just the you know not as great for the heart rate throughout the week. No, yeah, you, you're quite right. Yeah, I would just pencil that straight in. Every time you hear that sleeper bot sound, and you're like, <laughs> holy fucking shit, what's happened to my guy? Uh, that's to me. That is less painful than seeing like Calvin Ridley with three scores a game. <laughs> I'd I'd rather him be injured than just have to sit and watch that shit. I'd just let Mohamed Sanu throw everything and just bomb him at Hulu. <laughs> so that's yeah. So that's Le'Veon Bell and Bulio Bones for Rich. It's which, the all paper team for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel great, does it? It feels like he's in a bit of a bad spot. I think he may be having to make some. Maybe a reach if he wants to shake up how that feels just when you look at it. Some Doesn't... veteran presence. Yeah. Okay, so this brings us to Heine. Who, who do we Davidino have? 56. He took Melvin first, and I think he would have liked Kelsey here, and Kelsey's gone. Um, I think this is where the girly slide stops, personally, in you, this mark. You've already got him. I'm giving him. I'm giving Jay, didn't I? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Already I've not him. removed him. I've not removed him from my list. I'm not prepared. Folly. Maybe I can try and clip that bit out. <laughs> if not, I can't remember whose turn it is. Anyway, who? Um, it would be me. Well, you just did it for Rich, didn't you? Yes, Bulio Bones, yeah. Oh, no, I think that was me, actually. With That was there. you. Oh, yes, I raised it. He was the last that yeah. TLF was in turn. Okay, so I think... What's he got? He oh, He's made a big deal of wanting to go two backs. And he said that quite publicly, that he'll want to get the second back. And if Kelsey's not there, he's... Uh, I think everyone wants to grab that snag, like snag a second back. Yeah, I'm with that. So this, so then it's basically his appetite. Does he like so Freeman Dal- Dalvin Cook or went Williams? Freeman or Williams or Fournette are the next three according to it. But I don't think there's anyone who he would jump over that for who he'd bring up. We were at uh, Heinz pick, wasn't it? Right, it was Heinz yeah. pick. Jordan I had a sort of pencil for yeah, Gurley, Kelsey, both gone. He's taken Melvin Gordon. If he wants another running back, yeah, it's. Damien Williams or Big Len or Devonte, and he is a so well a Falcons appreciation <laughs> club, I suppose. 
Um, the only other option if he was going receiver, there's still Beckham, who I believe he's had history with before, but he does feel like the last. Oh, so it's Beckham and Evans. Look, HDC is the perfect person to be dispassionate, and if he's decided what he's going to do before, and I think after going receivers before, he is a hundred percent. Yes, and last year he spent the entire time didn't he struggling, so I think he's going to running backs. Um, yeah, so do I. <sighs> this is tough, actually. I feel like Devontae feels like the hind guy because he knows exactly what he's getting. Um, he's done it before. Damien Williams is a risk because he did it for five weeks. He looked fucking good doing it, though. He did look good doing it. And then I suppose Big Len is the injury risk where he does it when he's not hurt. A bit like Freeman, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Although on a worse offense, by a margin. Y- yeah. That's it. I don't know. I kind of think... Damian Williams. That would be mine. That would be who I would pencil in. Yeah, he has taken... I feel like he has taken some name risks before in these picks. Like, I don't think he's a you know that risk-averse that he wouldn't take Damian Williams because he, he wants someone who's done it before. I think that's sort of... Yeah. I think he'd, he'd have the appetite for that anyway. Right. 2.8. That would be my good self. That would be your good self. All right, I'll best do this one again then. So, Well, you've got two coming up, so I can... Yeah, all right. So that was probably... Ah, right. So I think to you now, who did you have in the first? Right, DJ. So I, I have two names I'd probably be looking at for you here. One would be Big Len, because you have history before, yeah. and it's two, you know, two workhorse backs. The other yeah. would be, if you did want to go running back receiver, Mike Evans, who again is a Seabon stalwart. He's, he's one that's historically fucked me. Yeah, he's one who's sort of, sort of like historically quite incredible when you look at the numbers he's put up. And especially for, for, me. You know, for me, but when he's been on your team, he's not been, he's not been great. Um, they probably, I think you probably, I'd, I would add Freeman in there, who I really do like. And, I've been and some time. I keep realising that, I keep, because I am actually scroll down past him because I expect these people to be going now, that Beckham is still there. Yeah, I think I think you'd probably be fair in thinking those four names. Yeah, I, Juju is not me. I won't be. No, it. Juju's not a Dickens guy. I feel I'd like have been very tempted with Williams had he slipped one more. Pick. Yeah. Um, but again, I start to feel like maybe. I mean, you did draft Beckham in the second round of like a few years ago when you had your big yeah, school of hard true. knocks drop or something. I feel like my only thing that's pushing away from Leonard Fournette is you did this last year, didn't you? I'm relatively sure you took Big yeah, Len last year. Last in the year. first round last year, and he spent the entire time, I mean, 10 weeks or so yeah. on the side. Oh, yeah, he, you know, he killed me. And I know past performance, whatever, isn't uh, predictive of what's going to happen again, but it has now manifested itself over two or three years that it is a risk. It is. He's, he's caught more balls than you realise, by the way. Yeah. Len. I remember he, that was the hype he, last preseason. We were both looking at it, and we realised he's... Uh, yeah. The whole height was him he, catching swing passes. He was my guy without a shadow of a yeah. doubt last year. So I think actually, no, I'm gonna give I'm gonna get you going back to your guy, but at the <laughs> discount. Because obviously he was your guy last year and it didn't really pay off. Whereas this year you have us locked in stud in DJ, so you can actually afford for Len. Who's the quarterback? Uh Nick Foles. Yeah, fuck it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't know. If I was going to go receiver here, I would have given you Beckham based purely on it feels like the sort of the last big name and, you know, he's a, he's an asset. I suppose he might appeal to some people in the trade market. <laughs> It'd certainly be Beckham or Evans over yeah. Juju or AB. Yeah. 
No, I'm going to go with um, two backs. I think you're going to push the running back pace. It feels, it feels very Dickensy, like just yeah. a fuckload of workload. Exactly, yeah. They're the goal line backs, they're the workhorse backs. Yeah. Not to worry about anything else. Pick up your I'll receiver be, later. I, I will say, like, legit, too legit to quit even, that I'd be very fucking tempted with form, um, Freeman. Yeah. There's something about him I, I quite like this offseason. Again, it's that kind of year after shit. Yeah, he's, he's basically equivalent now post-hype, isn't he? It was, it was in, injured last year and a bit, I think, in a down year the year before. So he becomes like the forgotten man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy gone. with Len. I'm happy with Len. Yeah. It's the two workhorse backs. Yeah. It's the, the Seabon staple. It is indeed. Right, so 2.9 is, <laughs> is uh, don't panic. So it's Wadlow back on the clock after and his. So this he is... won't be panicking. He will not be panicking here. I think this, be, it's a, this is pairing with McCaffrey. Oh, I'll tell you what. What, what are we thinking about Antonio Brown here? I, I would have said, I kind of think he, he thinks if he wants him, he can get him around later would be my guess. Because I, I think, you know, he's probably, I think he probably looks at the people picking and the wraparound and thinks he probably has a chance at Antonio Brown. That's not think, a bad shout. That is not um, a bad shout. Like Although I think, I think he would love to have his AB video content. I think he would. I, I think he probably has. I think because of the name on the board, still he has the the whatever the appetite to let so, to risk running around. Because I I so don't just I, quickly. Then you've got six spots to fill. Give me give me six names that you're confident we're going above AB. Uh, Beckham. Yep. Evans. Evans. Juju. Juju, Freeman, Freeman, Williams, Williams has gone to Hind. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, Freeman. Uh, uh, more of the backs. There's Matt Henry. You start looking to premier tight ends now. Kids all. I don't know if they're all going before Brown, but Ty. Would you take Ty over Brown? No. Would you chase the better offense, better quarterback? No. I don't know. I, I think in I think there's just maybe one or two question marks which makes Wadlow think he can he can get him on the wraparound. I think if he's going running back here, he'd to pair and do a to pair up like everyone else is trying to pair up. He's probably going Aaron Jones because I I think he oh shit of course yeah that's a great show. I think I'm that he thinks it. that the back I think he thinks that a receiver will slip round because you know obviously Finn and I will want to take at least you know one running back assuming. Packers fan, That's of course. Going. Pakistan's going. Came on strong last year. Drafted him last year and held him. Obviously, he new offensive, uh, new head coach in town, should I say? And all signs point to Jones being the guy. Yeah, I, I think, love that. I think he's yeah. basically looking at Jones or Beckham. Yeah, let's not overthink it. I'm, I'm in for that. But I think we give Marion Jones because he thinks that he, if he has sort of OBJ and you know Antonio Brown or even Juju at this point, anywhere near level pegging. He's probably playing the numbers and think, right, I can get one of them on the wrap around, but I won't be able to probably get Aaron Jones on the wrap. I'm, I'm all in for that. Okay, so now it's four two, two, for, two for me. Well, yes, I suppose four picks if you want to do all, all four. Yeah, I have four picks. In fact, you can just give me all four if you want. Then uh, that'll be a nice end. Uh, so I think you take Kill. Um, having four gives you the. Uh... The freedom. freedom to do that. He may be kind of above ADP, but I think you take Kittle. That's 210, is it? Yeah, 211 now. You're picking up OBJ. 
That is a bit of a curveball. I've never seen it. He has never, ever, ever reached me there in my, what well, I can only say, it must be a small, I mean, I've probably only mocked once or twice. But yeah, you, uh, uh, You've sent me more than two. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, my, my mock drafts now are in the hundreds, but because I have to restart them so many times because <laughs> Patrick Mahomes keeps on getting drafted. Um, but OBJ has never, ever been there. I mean, I've seen ridiculous things like Chubb falling all the way to me. And, you know, some of these backs, you're like, what's well, never going to happen? But um, So you, you've also got an option then if you take Beckham to have a choice of Mike Evans or Juju. Definitely Evans for you. He's done it for you before. I'm a huge Evans guy. They're ridiculous values. Yeah. Um, I was not plan- I, Evans is there probably about half the time. Um, but is he, not he, along he, with Beckham. No. And to fair, a, before before I traded, everyone would frequently go in that pick before. Like, I'd, he'd end I'd up imagine if, if you had been mocking him, it's been as your wide receiver one. Yeah. But it looks a lot different with Evans as a wide receiver two. Yeah, Kittle, OBJ and Evans seems a bit... And, and that also gives you the chance to go Devonta or Mac or Henry. Now, I'd, I think had you been able to get... If it had lined up in such a way to take two running backs, I feel like Henry would have been the second. I'm not sure you want him as your running back one. No. He was, it would have been a lovely luxury. So I think. If I mean, it, I still, it's one of the few years I'm actually, you know, interested in a Titan, which has taken about 10 years. And, <laughs> and I've got to consider that part of the reason you wanted to be above Finn is because you wanted to get Derek Henry. Um, yeah, and then, and then now we're sitting with Beckham and. I don't think you can turn down Beckham and Evans. No, that's it. Yeah, Beckham is a that's a massive like spanner in the works. In fact, this trade's probably going to backfire in my face now because I'm going to have to stare there and be like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, it looks fucking good. You've kind of picked up what Ant's got, but with two ancillary picks. Yeah, I have. Now you've taken. So far, so far, you got me. Do you know Kittle, what? Beckham Actually, and Evan. I think you you really did want Kittle. But with those there, you do have a chance to go Beckham, Evans, Freeman, Mack. Or over over Beckham, Henry. Evans, Beckham, Evans, Freeman, Henry. So, yes. So, I was eyeing up the elite tight end. And then as it fell, it I got a bit sort of to. stars in my eyes. I think your plan the entire time has, to been, has been to get one of those tight ends, which feels exactly that spot is the only way to guarantee it. But with the way it's fallen, yeah. I'm actually going to give yeah. you Henry as an RB2, and I am going to go Devonta, Henry, Beckham, Evans, which just looks a little bit scary. Yeah. Especially given that... I feel not... a little bit better now, to be fair. When I was seeing these backs, when I was actually taking these backs with people and flying to the board in round one, I was in a bit of mild panic here, especially when the people who usually slip to the end of two are now going at the end of one and early two. So in your mocks, who has been slipping there? Backs wise, what's, what's your four looked like a lot of the time? My fours usually, well, it's never had Beckham. My four usually, like Henry's and Mac, and those that collection of back. Basically, Fournette is always there. Maybe eight, twenty <laughs> percent of the time he goes before before me, and it's always to you on this match. <laughs> like it knows. Um, so yeah, and Aaron Jones has usually been there, but obviously that that's not. We don't have a Packers fan waiting system on the auto draft, so it's usually looked like. Evans, and to be fair, I'm usually taking Juju. Like he's usually the fourth. It's usually one of the tight ends, usually Kittle, 
Um, sometimes Kittle goes, actually. One of the main reasons I moved up with Finn because Kittle has frequently gone in that Finn spot and that also made me panic if he fancied a, yeah. if he fancied a tight end. So um, it's usually been Juju, uh, Evans, if I'm going receivers, and the odd time Dalvin Cook falls. But running back, it's usually always been some, uh, some form of like a Devontae, Fournette, Henry, Mack, sort of that four, basically. Aaron yeah. Jones sometimes. It's that group of people. So what's happened is... I guess most of those are still there in that Henry Freeman, uh, Mac, I suppose are still there. Yeah. But we've, and, and Kittle obviously was there, but we've never had the choice of Beckham being there and Beckham being there, I guess sort of pushes everything. And Evans, Evans only there about, you know, whatever I said, 67% of the time. I don't think you can turn your back on those. It, it really comes down to Henry or Kittle. Which yeah. I do think would crush you for the entire, I think you would rush That's, the you, first three picks in. To get yes. And then, half and an then yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Or yeah, I'd, I'd take the full web of time allocation for each pick, knowing what they're going to be, <laughs> yeah. and then I'd probably be trying to offer up my entire draft board to move up to the next pick or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I just want to get my guy. Or, or I guess you could also be looking at moving down a couple to take whichever one is there. I would. No, I, could get, yeah. I, I could see you having a little conversation with me there or Hein, myself or Wadlow, to see whether one of us wanted to move up. Um. Yeah, although I'd have to think if it was a if it was a, if it was a Derek Henry mindset. Obviously, Finn is now sitting there at three point two. Well, yeah, but that that's with the idea that you just think, fuck it, I'll let him choose and I'll take Kittle or Henry. Yeah, yeah. Although Finn actually goes back to back there. Oh, okay. <laughs> just right, go yeah. Kittle and Henry. Although at this point, again, this makes the beginning of round three look pretty tasty because you've got what well, AB will be there again waiting. That's T- going to be Wadlow. Ty, Marlon Mack. It's like the Amari sort of range, Josh Jacobs, oh. Keenan Allen. He's... Is Josh Jacobs that early? I don't know. His ADP is 36. Fuck me. I'd liked him in like five. Yeah, so that group of that, the round three group of people seems to be well, like Ertz, Mag, AJ the, Green. Uh, I'll leave the fourth choice to you there. So I'll, I'll take Beckham for you, Evans for you, Freeman for you. And then you can fill in 3.1 for us uh, to close this out with Henry or Kittle. Um, I'm going to uh, stick to the board in this instance. And I'm uh, sort of say the, the, not the ADP board, but like the uh, ranking board. And I'll stick with Kittle, though it would pain me. I think either one of them would pain you, though. You're, you're yeah. very much a glass quarter empty. Yes, no, I would, that would be my story of the season. Whatever happens in like week one, if Derek Henry goes for a TD, you know, a long TD or something, or I've been watching like Kittle summer workout videos, man. It's jacked as <laughs> shit. It's like bench pressing three sixty five or something. Yeah, but I imagine Henry can do that too. Yeah, probably. El Tractorcito. He's he's pretty jacked too. Yeah, that's a nice position to be in. Actually, I wasn't. I I genuinely was thinking, fuck, it's going to look dreadful for me at the end of uh, you know, two three. Uh, do you want to oh. do you want to do some? really quick grades on the yes. first two. Uh, okay. It just instinctive. I mean, you've got everything written down, but instinctively it feels to me that you and Ant there, the, the two prominent move downers or just downers, have, <laughs> they, they look like the, the best to me. Yeah. So Ant, yeah, I've I, I, I got Michael Thomas and Devante Adams, basically the, I guess, premier touchdown receivers in there. With, with 3.8 and 3.9 to come. Yeah. So he could be at that point. If I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking probably quite aggressively to move up to snag one of these. I think there's like remaining two or three backs, isn't there? At this point, who have you got, Mac? Uh... Um, Mac, 
would you know, it might just be Mac. Mac Jacobs, carry on. So oh, yeah, Mac Jacobs, yeah, yeah. Ingram, Lindsay. He may not have to move. I think yeah, it's fair. I think if he, I think if he, I think if he, I think if he sits still, he's probably getting Ingram and Lindsay for sure. Yeah, carry on possibly there. So yeah, actually, yeah. If he was patient, if he has the balls to do it. If not, I guess he has the ammo to just probably split picks with someone in yeah. ground four behind him and, and jump up. But okay, yeah. So um, well, Sol's pick was Zeke and Saquon. I think that's probably an, an A, an yeah. A plus. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, not, I'm with that. From everyone who's gone for the uh, double down on the backs approach, that's probably the best. Yep. Um, Finn after that is uh, well he traded out so Finn only had one pick in this he had I don't know if we should technically do Finn's next two picks to sort of wrap up so <laughs> so, so everyone has at least two players to grade on uh, so obviously Derek Henry and I could see him not going for Marlon Mack because Colts yeah did I he have Amari when he went berserk um, yes he did or did he trade him away and then he went berserk the kids trade with him oh, from our... Juju. No, Juju's still there. Yeah, so I, I think you'd probably give him uh, Henry and Juju. Well, yeah, Juju's actually the premier value pick left, isn't he? Yeah. Keep forget, yeah. Again, I've scrolled past thinking he's going to be taken. Yeah. Henry and Juju, that actually looks really nice for Finn. It does. He's, once again, very much tethered to Derek Henry before. <laughs> and I don't think he'd have it any other way. Not as much. as Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry combo. It's one of the things I had in mind when I originally took like that early pick one. To... That is some primo thunder and lightning. Yeah. Well, that so, feels so. So Finn is Kamara, I'm, Henry, I'm and Juju. That, though I'm giving that a B, not an A, because there's just too much risk around Henry. Yeah. To, to fully go on board with it. Really backing on the Titans being good for a sustained period of time, uh, yeah, and, and him not going basically any time they're behind. Is he just going to go quiet? Is it going to be the I Dion mean, Lewis show? Yeah, exactly, because Dion was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the Waddler. Waddler has McCaffrey and Aaron Jones. And Antonio Brown. And Antonio. We're, all right, yeah, we're, cre- we're creeping into the third round more and more now. <laughs> but you've got to think he's taking Antonio there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think a lot of this pegs... I think, like, obviously, McCaffrey's just stood in the lock. Aaron, um, Antonio Brown is going to get... Probably what 1200 yards and I like eight touch on something. I, like, I think the biggest risk is you know, it could be an A plus if Aaron Jones turns into an RB1, or it could be like a B minus C if he just sort of middles around in the low end RB2 area. So for now, I'll probably give it a B because I think so much is weighted on Jones that I just don't know. And McCaffrey carrying on his ludicrous, yeah, 100% snap rate, isn't it? So, yeah. right, Dickens, David Which Johnson, we can, also, we can also throw in a third here. Right, yeah. Right, and so I guess it'd be Amari for the Homer pick. Yeah. Which I've done many times with Des. But yeah, I actually so. think I would go Marlon Mack here and, and lock in three. Oh, three. Triplet backs. That's ultimate Seabon, yeah. If you're flexing Mack. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's enough to give it a... That's probably an A from me now, actually. Well, I, I, no, I actually, no, no, I, I don't know. I think four, to... four, net, four net risk... I think yeah, it's probably a B+. Plus. It feels slightly more appealing than what those just... That's going on my gravestone. Like, here lies Andrew Dickens, slightly more appealing than Wadlow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess, again, that banks it. It's how close you have DJ and McCaffrey ranked. I think maybe I'm overhyping DJ in my head, but it feels like a solid group. I'd, I'd, I'd be quite happy to give it a B along with Wadlow. Yeah, let's give it a B. Yeah. There's a risk reward of both. Right, Heinz then. 
Which you can also Which throw you can in also throw another one. It's working nicely, isn't it? I remember. <laughs> so we had Melvin Gordon and Damian Williams. So I think if he was there any what backs were left? If you just taken Mac, wasn't he? So at that yeah. point, and Green, so I think, he, he, I think, he no, I think he's going receiver here now. Does he go receiver or does he go Zach? That's what I was thinking. I was looking actually and going, does he go elite tight end? I maybe he doesn't dare risk no receivers. I, I could see him getting Thielen in. Yeah, Thielen or, Thielen or Keelan, ugh, Thielen or Keenan Allen, I think probably. So just it doesn't need to be written which one. No, but, but just one of the receivers. So then it's uh, okay. So hi, it's like Melvin Gordon, Damien Williams, and one of the receivers. It's a nice it, group. I it think is, again, it feels kind of typically pedestrian high. It does, yeah. You sort of although saying typically pedestrian, Melvin Gordon last year was girly paced before he went down. That's <laughs> true. He was, he was sort of girly light and yet you sort of felt he was frailing and break at any point. It's but, just uh, so unsexy though. Yeah. It feels um it feels like it has upside. Especially it Damian Williams. It it kind of feels to me a one and done playoff team. Yeah, I feel um in comparison to would I rather have those three than say your three? I think I'd rather have your three, and I'd probably rather have Wadlow's McCaffrey. No, I think I'd rather have Hines than Wadlow's. Okay. I think I'd rather have Damon Williams and... Oh, that's really tough, actually, because McCaffrey's a fucking stud, isn't he? No. He, he indeed he is. Maybe B-minus, I think. It just feels like a... Just I'm a okay notch, with a B-minus. It just feels like a n- notch beneath, doesn't it? Okay. It does. Right, so we're Rich, who I guess we can also then go <laughs> <laughs> Right, he's um, Lev Bell and Bullio Bones, which at the moment is feeling like a... Oh, so then I'm, I'm quite happy just penciling in Zach Ertz there, then. Yeah, so he gets the or, premier or, tight end. Or does he go back to Pat Mahomes? Oh, shit. Yeah. When are we going to see QB1 off the board? I, I could see Mahomes there after he balled out for him last year. He's already got a receiver and a running back in. He likes to build out his squad. Yeah, I feel like that would hammer his grade for me, unfortunately, if we went Mahomes here. I could see it. He was he was majestic real yeah. for him last year. I think you're probably looking at like what forty eight hundred yards, high thirties in the touchdowns this year. Yep. Now that Tyreek's back. If we give him Pat if I even give him Pat Mahomes, or even gave him Ertz or something, maybe I think I think I think if we give him Pat Mahomes, I'd probably give him a C because yeah. I'm so and if it was I think it was Ertz, I'd probably give him like a B minus because you've locked in at least a well, let's give him Pat Mahomes. Let's just continue shitting on Rich for this draft and give him Pat Mahomes. <laughs> give him a C. Even though it's like General Luna's back to his uh, back he to does his old have the days. Best logo, though. So then uh, Ant will be looking at those two backs. It's well, I think Ryan technically went next. Um, of course, he did, by the order. So Ryan had Connor and Chubb. That's nice. Uh, it's my least favorite draft. Your least favorite. When- I like yeah, that duo, though. how long it is until his next one. Yeah, and I think I... you could probably pick up, like, role-playing, as in, like, startable receivers with his next couple of picks. I think that's, I think that's a nicer pair of backs. Like, if you, could, if you offered straight up, like, you have Connor and Chubb or... What's... Or you'd Hein get as a second back? No, I think I prefer Gordon and Damien Williams. And Hein gets a third pick. Yeah. But there's, there's no... So, I mean, you're preferring those. So he could have stayed still and got something like that. Yeah. Instead of giving up his two and three, but I still think there's something to be said for having the locked in two workhorse backs. Well, I feel like though I feel like there's fewer questions over workload, especially for the first whatever eleven weeks of the season. And for me, that's in the, that's basically in the entire regular season. Which I think we had like with Knicks, we had some. Uh, what's Aaron Jones? Is he really going to be the guy? What's he going to do? Maybe, but 
With it, with Damien Williams, we've got the, is he going to be able to do it for the whole season or something? I think we've basically seen Connor and Chubb take huge workloads. Yeah, that's fair, but I, I don't like him enough. I'm going, for the, I'm going for the C. I'll go for a C because of the cost. Yeah, that, the I'd cost be happy paid. with that. The cost paid. It's like it worked out nice enough, but it cost, a, you know, he had to pay a price. Yeah. All right, so that's technically, we've already, did we already grade and we give it... No, but you, if you just kind of pencil in two running backs there that are you know, okay, so, Jacobs and Kerry on, or something so I think he's like looking that. at Jacobs and yeah. So the next two backs will be Jacobs and Kerry on, provided he didn't want to go AJ Green or Zach Ertz or something. So we went Jacobs and Kerry on. Massive risk, I suppose. In we don't know what Jacobs is, but we assume a first round it's pick. Just, it's just going to be two backs around. There yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of two third tier running backs yeah. and two premier receivers. Receivers. I like it a lot. I do. Yeah. I don't know if it's like A minus territory or more B plus, only because uh, of the running back risk. I'd go B plus purely because I prefer your four. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's Ant. So then next we have Kitch. Kitch splashed with Tyreek and then Dalvin Cook. And do we get another pick for him now? Yeah, so maybe Zach Ertz here. Yeah, Ertzy boy. That makes a lot of sense. He's done it for him for many years and locks in a stud another position for him not to worry about especially I think if Ant just took those two backs as well I yeah. think he's probably not going to push and chase I think it's or his boy Diggs but who knows actually is Thielen gone yet did we give Thielen to I can't remember but it's someone like that but I, I yeah. think if it's there I think if it's there he gets taken so so then it's like a basically top three receiver top three tight end and it's just where you have Cook as a running back isn't it yeah, it'd be a B for me, I think. Maybe yeah. even a B minus. Yeah, I think a B minus purely because I think he probably wanted to maybe come out with another running back. And it's just, there's just a risk with both of the guys, with Hill yeah. and Cook. You'd like to have one solid one, which yeah. is what probably for me, I would have stuck someone like Devontae in there yeah. instead of Cook, which is less sexy, but. Right, Hagkiss. And Hagkiss went with, what, Mixon was 111, was it? Um, Mixon was 111. Was it yes. Mixon and Hopkins? Yeah, it went Mixon and Nuke, yeah. Which um, could be anyone at 311 here. That's, I, yeah. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, um, you, you basically, who's looking at it? He's looking at, um, like, Diggs, that sort of area. Yeah. I, probably, to be fair, I think probably Kenny Golladay, maybe, if he's holding up a receiver. Yeah. I think he's. Well, I'd love Golladay. I think I think you're looking at a solid. Oh no! I th- I, to be fair, if, I think we've given Keenan Allen to anyone yet. Either one of Allen or Thielen is still available because we've pivoted to backs for other people. I know we've mentioned their names and we've probably given to one, but I think he's getting one of either Thielen or Allen, which actually is quite a big difference than getting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So is that Mixon, Nuke, and Thielen for say? That's I'll nice. I'd be B plusing that. Yeah, that feels steady, doesn't it? Um. Right, Jay. Jay went Kelsey and Gurley. And now he gets another two back-to-back to finish it off. Um, I mean, there's like... Backs-wise, if you wanted, there's like Sony Michelle and Ingram, isn't there? Lindsay. I think he's probably wanted to take some... Saying he took Gurley and he's not quite sure. I imagine, I imagine he'd be attacking running back here, probably. I like Lindsay there. I like Lindsay there. And then there's no other sort of standout name that looks like it's fallen. If Mahomes had fallen there, I think he probably does that. Yes, agreed. Um, and likewise, obviously, if Jacobs or Carry-On's there, I think he probably does that. I think it's maybe like Diggs doesn't feel like a J guy, actually. No, he doesn't. Um, 
Sony maybe. I mean, if he just wants to risk, just basically just and take all the risk at running back. Oh, did, yeah, I'll tell you who's not gone. Amari Cooper. Oh, uh, I thought you said... Uh, Green. Uh, I thought you took Amari when you said your homer picked. Uh, no, we went Marlon Mack. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, yeah, so actually everyone we've mentioned receivers probably... Moved probably, down we, one, yeah. We've probably un- undergraded them, but I think, yeah, I think an AJ Green and an Amari Cooper to Jay, possibly even both. Fucking, yeah. Oh, it... No, one, one would have gone, obviously, so it's probably one or... So he'd, he'd have... That looks like the biggest wild card team in the draft. Yeah, but, which I hate because he's fucking Jay, isn't he? So it'll all come yeah. fucking good. Yeah, he'll flip. He's gonna have a good week one, and he'll flip him quickly. Yeah, for I think that would I think that would be my I think thinking if it's Jay because he's looking for he only needs one good game from Gurley early on. And obviously, he's made a deal with Satan where he knows exactly when Gurley's knees are gonna shoot out and. He will obviously sell him to me yeah. for a king's ransom. And, uh, I don't know. I think I think purely because of what Gurley can do and has done, and getting in Kelsey, and here it looks like he's still getting a premier receiver and maybe you know one of the tier three sorts of backs. Yeah, it feels like a good haul for me. I think purely just what the first two picks could deliver on any given week, it feels like a sort of it's at least a B, maybe a B plus. I'm with that. I'm with I'm with the plus. Yeah. All right, and then it's it's me then I guess because. I and it, this, this pains me, but it's it's my favourite haul in the draft. Shit. I did not like you moving down there, but that is for me. If 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 Souls is an A, which I agree with, yeah, I'd, I'd have you as an A plus. The... Fuck me, this doesn't bode well. I, it looks the thing is I can't see that much really changing ahead as well. No, I, I mean I think you could. And the beauty is, if I get, if we suddenly go, all right, well, no, Beckham's not going to be there. Let's move back and forward. Then one of these names, I guess, just swaps out, doesn't it? Yeah. Like? It looks a lot better than I kind of expected. I've, I'm on the opposite end of the mock spectrum to you, having done none. Yeah. But I just did not think it would be quite so fruitful up there at the top of three, bottom of two. Yeah. I, I often like that bottom of two range, like the two ten to eleven. Yeah. I heavily target getting there. But I I thought maybe you'd get two good picks and two dud ones, but Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, that would be my favourite uh, favourite haul. Yeah, shit. And then I suppose then I have the two at the end of four. And I used to have I did have three there, but I only have two there now and then. And then I actually have three at the six seven turn now. Obviously I move Which, back around uh, with Finn. Interestingly, would give the two best uh, drafts to the two people involved in your trade. So it's not like you could genuinely say that's a win-win. Yes, true. Yeah, so I've got premier studs, and I've got a group of good-looking dudes. <laughs> well, and that's, I guess Wadlow is going to be jealous. <laughs> right, well, I think that wraps it up. We actually managed to squeeze in a bonus third round yeah, and draft grades. We did. It, it feels well, that's a lot more productive than I've been at work for some time. Yeah, same. I actually need to do work. I've now missed my entire sprint review meeting. It was scheduled for 11 o'clock. Oops. But we did get an entire third round and grades done. So yeah, true. Swings and uh, Right, I'm going to do my best to get this all um, spliced together then, um, uploaded to all the places, and fingers crossed we'll be able to surprise drop a return of the Jumbo cast. When, when are we expecting it to drop? I'd expect it to drop today. I'm excited. Yeah, if you too. could try and get it you know, early, and then I can listen to it again on my drive. Although, I hate listening to my voice because... I just sound awful. You, the weird thing is that you sound exactly like you sound in real life. I remember the first time I ever heard my voice and recording back, I was like, who the fuck is that? I remember saying, like, <laughs> it was, I remember clearly, you know, like the library of Brookfield, like I was with like 
Sarabi, and we're like we were doing some geography work, and we had to record our voices, and we record some like fake news show. And I played it. I looked at her like haunted. I was like, "Is that what I sound like?" Uh, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's not how, good. How is this what people are listening to? And I know, if it yeah. is, how are they not gouging out their eyes and ears? And also, how are our ears or sounds so different? I guess because we're hearing it inside our mouth, like inside our ear, rather than coming from the outside. How much it's, it can change? It's an excellent question. When and when I think, do I think in exactly this voice and accent? Oh um, yeah, that's a good one. We'll leave we'll leave the people with that one. <laughs> I will think... say when when I was in France for like on on work experience for some time, I I did have a dream in French. That's good. Yeah, my dad said he used to dream in black and white. I I imagine this is where Wadlow says that robots dream of yeah, like do androids dream of electric sheep? sheep. Yeah, that feels like a Wadlow drop. It does. Right. Well, a splendid. Yeah, and you too. And I will uh, endeavour to get this dropped out shortly. Top man. Bye-bye. See you in a bit. He served America as a four-star general, as Secretary of State. Here's Republican Colin Powell on CBS. Will you endorse President Obama? Yes. When he took over, we were in one of the worst recessions we had seen in recent times, close to a depression. The fiscal system was collapsing. Wall Street was in chaos and we were in very difficult straits. And I saw over the next several years, stabilization come back in the financial community. Housing is starting to pick up. Consumer confidence is rising. The president saved the auto industry. I also saw the president get us out of one war, start to get us out of a second war, and the actions he has taken with respect to protecting us from terrorism have been very, very solid. I think we ought to keep on the track that we are on. General Powell, thank you very much for this. Moving our economy forward, a safer America. President Obama. I'm Barack Obama, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Obama for America.